Baker J. Baker with Tell It Like It Is, The Kingdom Way. And I want to welcome you. Father, I thank you that we have something to say today that people want to hear. I thank you that our eyes are open to see you in everything that we do. I praise you and I glorify you and I thank you that the ears are anointed to hear and my lips are anointed to speak. And we give you praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. When we were together last time, we were talking about the narrow road and the uh, wide road. The kingdom of God is that narrow road. Churchanity is the wide road because any and everyone can walk on it. One of the things that is really interesting, uh, there was a survey that's recent, and they're saying um, the survey was uh, how many people in the United States or whatever it is, uh, consider themselves Christians. And even today, with all of the different things that are going on, many of these people consider themselves as Christians. And uh, that's what they call themselves. But you see, the definition that people had and the definition that was spoken about in, uh, um, in, in Antioch, when the people called them Christians, they called them Christ uh, imitators, is what they were actually saying. So how many of these people are really Christ imitators? How many actually, excuse me, <clears throat> actually have the mind of Christ and are moving like he does in the earth? Um, you know, we have to choose. I had to choose that I was going to walk in the kingdom. And one of the things about the kingdom of God, and one of the things about the kingdom of God is it, it showed me that my life is not my own. My life no longer belongs to me. When I came into the kingdom of God, I realized something that my life belonged to him. So my decisions had to be the decisions of his. They could not be mine. My opinions had to change to come in line with his. It couldn't be the opinions that I had because of how it is that I felt. It couldn't be where, God, you're unfair. This does not feel good. This is not the way it's supposed to go. You're supposed to make my life this way. These are my plans. It could not be. So I had to realize something. Remember, we're coming out of the book of Colossians, and I'm going to continue to read uh, to you. Uh, I stopped last week on... Um, on uh, Colossians 1.12, and I'm going to go ahead into 1.13. He rescued us from the dominion of darkness, and that was the sense rule. The dominion of darkness means the dominion of ignorance, which means that I move by my senses. I move by uh, uh, the sense world rule, uh, world, I'm sorry, the sense ruled world. In other words, what I feel, how I feel, what I think is fair, how I think things should go, all of these different things that uh, is, is sense, uh, you know, uh, the word of God says that there is no temptation, but what comes upon us that is common to man. But God is faithful that he has supplied a way of our escape. The way of our escaping out of the sense world is into the kingdom world. There is no other way. There is no other place. Uh, the sense uh, the sense ruled world dominated by the law of performance. 
Oh, I did this. I mean, I, 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 I cleaned your house. I, I did this for your room. I, I, I did this work. God, I did all of these things. You remember Mary and Martha? Oh, Lord, I did all of this work. Make her come and help me. This is what's supposed to happen. I'm supposed to be seen doing all of these things. That is not necessarily that. It's not talking about being lazy and sitting on your behind and doing nothing. But the thing of it is, is this. You are enough without all of that. You don't have to prove your worth. You can't prove it anyway. Okay. Uh, the law of performance and relocated us into the kingdom where the love of his son rules. The love of Jesus is what rules in the kingdom. It's not our works. It's not what we can do. It's not what we have done. Darkness is not a force. It is the absence of light. Ignorance is not a force. It's the absence of wisdom, knowledge, understanding, and insight that only comes from God. Uh, Ephesians 4.18 is talking about a darkened understanding veiled the truth of our redeemed design from us. What happened is this. It's been hidden for so long. I submit to you that Catholicism and 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 uh, what happened and how it is that it was supposed to be Christianity and all of these things, what it did, it veiled God's knowledge of us. It, ve it veiled the ability for us to realize who it is that we are and how it is that we're to walk and what it is that we have and how it is that God thinks about us and that he loves us. But his love, in order to understand the love of God, you have to have the mind of Christ because what happens is as we start to judge the love of God by man's rules. We start to judge the, the love of God by the Adamic nature, by Adam and what it is that he saw. And God ends up losing in our mind. He ends up not being a loving father, being that. We look at both Testaments, the Old Testament, the New Testament. They're saying, God is not that God. He says, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. So see, here it is. We're trying to sanitize him to make him uh, 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 to make him delightful to us, to make him fit our image. And that's not going to happen. He says, I made you in my image and after my likeness. I'm not going to be made after your image and your likeness. I'm not conforming. You will have to. We don't understand something. We don't understand because we have not studied and because those before us, those teachers that were supposed to be teaching us, they, they refused the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, which I'm one of, uh, refuse to really dig in the word and find out why were these people destroyed? Why was this group destroyed? It was not because of them, but it was because of the gods. It was because of the, the demonic things that were operating in them and how they were going to go ahead and, 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 um, and put it into someone else. If here it is, now listen to this. If you have your child and someone is trying to tell your child 
how uh, all of these demonic things and how they're supposed to operate in this. Here is it, your little girl, your little boy. Somebody is in the, choosing to be in the prostitution or to choose to be in the murder or killing or stealing or whatever it is. And they're trying to tell them that this is the way to live. This will please the gods. Kill your brother or your sister or kill somebody and this will make the gods happy. This is the type of thing that he was saying, we got to get rid of this. I cannot have you contaminated by this. I cannot allow this to be. This is why the flood was. This is uh, all of these things, okay? What empowered darkness was that the lie that we believe about ourselves? It's the lie that you believe about you that empowers the darkness. I'm not good enough. Why? Uh, uh, okay, you're not good enough. Well, I know I'm not good enough. And you believe that, and I can't change it for you. If I could change it for you, I would change it for you in a rabbit second, but I cannot change it for you. You have to realize how much you're loved. You have to realize that you are loved. You have to realize that you are worth more than you could ever imagine. You have to realize that you have value and worth in you. And when you realize that God, the creator of everything, see, here's one of the things that helped me. I kid you not. There are people in this earth, I know it's going to be hard for you to believe, but there are people in this earth that would not speak to me. There are people in this earth that think that I am, I'm, I'm worthless. But you know what? The creator. Woo! Honey, the creator of everything. He let me know. Bobby, uh, uh, baby girl, uh, uh, baker baby, I know I love you. I love you and you were worth my son. You are worth my love. You, you are. And so since the creator loves me that way, why would I give a tinker's tutu about whether you or anybody else thinks about me? I won't even take my thoughts about me. I have, this is why I have to continuously keep the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ keeps letting me know that God loves you. God loves you and you are worthwhile. You were worth my blood. And that blood that is poured out, that blood that was poured out for you, that blood that was shed for you is the same blood that empowers you to walk in the earth without having, uh, without having the problems that others have. Why? Because your mind is my mind. It gives, that's the same power that allows me to have the mind of Christ. That's the same power that allows the spirit of the living God to live on the inside of me. The word exousia sometimes is translated authority and is, uh, uh, um, and the original source is MEI, which is I am. Thus, I was uh, being confused about who I am until the day that I heard and understood the grace of God in truth as in a mirror. Here it is. I made you in my image after my likeness. So every time you pass that mirror, every time you do your little mirror therapy, I'm made in the image of God. I'm after his likeness. <laughs> you know, I have the mind of Christ. I walk as him in the earth. As he is, so am I in the earth. This is that narrow road. This is the narrow road. This is the road that you must walk if you're a kingdom citizen. So therefore, what you say, God, 
because I walk this narrow road, because I'm worth it. I'm worth the sacrifice. You made the sacrifice. I'm worth picking up my cross on a daily basis and following you. I'm worth it. And you are worth it also. Because he says, if you live in me and my word lives in you, that active, powerful word, then uh, you can speak what it is that I want. And Father will make sure that it happens in the earth. Uh, uh, 14. In God's mind, mankind is associated in Christ, in his blood sacrificed, and we were ransomed. Our redemption is secure. It was secured. Our sins were completely done away with. The word sin is the word hamarita, and uh, um, it's that negative. What it means, we say it means missing the mark, missing the mark of looking and acting like Jesus. Well, when I have his mind, all I have to do is make that adjustment. And when I make that adjustment, it's not I got to work harder. Oh, my gosh, I got to work harder. Okay, well, uh, 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 you know, it's like the Lord told me, give up TV this week. Give up TV for a while. Well, what is that? Because TV is bad? No, because my, my thoughts and my dreams and sleep time and different things were going in a direction that they shouldn't go. They were going in a direction that was not getting me to the place that I was to be. They were a hindrance to me. He didn't say, if you don't give it up, I'm not going to love you anymore. No, 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 no. He says, this is for your good. Everything that he tells me is for my good. Because why? Because he loves me. God loves me. He just loves me. He thinks I'm beautiful. He, 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 you know, remember I told you early uh, last week, I told you about the fact that it's not about what I think, but it's about what God thinks about me. And so I think about me, what he thinks about me, and I'm worthwhile and I'm beautiful and I'm all of these different things, but that's to him. And you say, well, not to me. I, it doesn't matter. You just work about, you just work about and allowing yourself to be all of that, realizing that he thinks the same thing about you. He says here, uh, um, to be without, uh, when we walk in sin, what we're walking in is bankruptcy. We're walking in uh, uh, not our allotted portion. Uh, we're not walking in the form that he has for us. We're not walking in the goodness that he has for us. We're walking away from the things that he has planned for us. It's okay if that's where you want to be. But here it is. He's saying, here are the things that I have for you. You're walking away from the identity so that you can be able to flash your identity and say, this is mine. You're walking away from the the the, uh, the the metron, from the metros, from the place that he has for you. You're walking into a morph place. You're walking into death. You're walking into darkness. You're walking into uh, um, uh, you're walking into a demonic realm of ignorance. And this is what churchanity does for you. It makes it so that you don't understand who it is that you are. Isn't it interesting that it's really all about who you think you are? But when you know who it is that you are, it's not about all the works. When I know 
that I am the righteousness of God. But then first thing I have to understand is the righteousness that I can't understand that unless I have the mind of Christ. And if I have the mind of Christ, then I can understand the righteousness from my seated position. Understanding righteousness from down here, from earth to heaven, is not going to do me any good. But understanding righteousness from heaven to earth, then I recognize that there are things that can work in my body, work in my mind, work in me. It's the mind of Christ. So I start to think like he did in the earth. I start to think like Jesus in the earth. So here I am in the earth, but I'm thinking like Christ. And as I think like Christ, then I can start to do the things that are, are there to do. I can start to transcend those areas that I couldn't before. I don't have had to have gone to a university or, or any of those things, which I, I, you know, I have degrees, I have all of that stuff, but that's not necessary. And in fact, sometimes that can be a hindrance because that is not what I lean on. What I do is I, is I realize something that with the mind of Christ, I can enter into places that I could not enter into. I can enter into spheres. I can enter into dimensions. I can enter into all of those things. Why is that? Because he is over all the principalities. He's over all the kingdoms. He's over all of these things. And so since he is as he is, so am I. So that means, remember in the book of Psalms, he says, I will renew your youth as the eagle. I'm meditating on that. And as I meditate on that, how is it that you're going to do that? How is that that's going to happen? He says, you're going to have to enter into another dimension. You're going to have to enter into another frequency. You're going to have to enter into another rhythm. Your rhythm is off. And if your rhythm is off, the frequency is off, the dimensions is off, all of these things are off, then you're going, you're, you're going too slow. You're, you're going to have to allow yourself to think on this level, to think in this level. In 2 Corinthians 3.18, the more uh, word metamorphy uh, with the form, uh, uh, it, it, uh, with the form, it's, it's talking about without form. It's talking about to live out of a context of a blueprint that uh, is designed by God. God has designed us to move in a realm that we have not moved in. And this is what the kingdom of God is in preparation for. The church entity will never allow you to move in the realm that you need to move in where sickness and disease and lack and poverty, all of these things are non-existent. Why is that? Because we're moving in, in, in the space, we're moving in the frequency of heaven. Did I lose you? Okay. If you have the mind of Christ, then you're moving in the frequency of heaven. You're not moving in the, in, in, in the frequency of earth because thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. So if the kingdom of God is to come on earth as it is in heaven, then there has to be something that has to change. There has to be a difference in how it is that we're moving. It has to be that heaven's economy, heaven's speed, heaven's reality is manifesting on earth. For, uh, um, uh, uh, here it is. In him, the uh, 15, in him, the image and the likeness of God is made visible in human form. Why? in order that everyone may recognize their true origin in him. 
He is the firstborn of every creature. What, uh, what darkness veiled from us, unveiled in him, we clearly see the mirror reflection of our original life, our original life. Here it is. In our original life, there is no shame. In our original life, there is no, there are no, no limitations. In our original life, why is that? In our original life, because the mind of Christ is in us. He's made us in his image and after his likeness. In his image and after his likeness means I'm in the image of God. That means that I can do the things that he is saying to do. And I think like him. I think like God. I do not think like mankind. I do not think like Adam. I do not think like the world. I do not think like churchanity, but I think like my king. I think like my king. I am a duplication. How my mind is in heaven. So I'm looking around heaven. I'm I'm seeing these things in heaven. And my job is thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. My job is to bring it to earth. But unless I'm thinking like him, it's not going to happen. Because I will never be able to move at that speed. I will stay on earth speed. And you cannot go through those things. Jesus' speed was speeded up when he walked through those walls. Jesus' speed was speed, uh, uh, Barnabas' speed was speeded up when he went and talked to the Ethiopian. And then he finished and then he went someplace else. The speed was speeded up and God has done that to some things and whatever, but he wants this to be our way of life. I got to uh, get along there because I only got about six more minutes. Uh, the son of his loves gives accurate evidence of his image in human form. The incarnation means that God can never again be invisible. Why is that? Because number one, we have the mind of Christ. Jesus came to earth. Jesus's body will always be Jesus's body. In the earth, we are to imitate that. We're all to come into the image of the patterned son. Everything that is begins in him, whether in the heavenly realm or on earth, visible or invisible. He is the original blueprint of every order of justice and every level of authority. He is the blueprint. My God, my God. Um, of every order of justice and every level of authority, be it kingdoms, be it governments, principalities, jurisdictions, the original form of all things were founded by him and created for him. Any order that does not mirror, that does not look like Christ is a distortion of man's own making. And if I walk around thinking I'm a dog, thinking I'm I'm inferior, thinking I'm a minority, thinking because I'm a woman, because I'm this or because I'm this, I'm not. Because of this, I'm not. What it is, is a distortion. He says, what I did is I made it so that there's neither male, female, slave, or free. You are a new creation, a new species of being that thinks like me. It is no longer, in other words, what he's saying, I mean, I didn't stop being a female. I didn't stop being a woman. What he's saying, none of that matters. Slave, free, none of it, none of it matters because where I have taken you, 
where you are seated is greater than anything, than any accomplishment you can you can accomplish here on earth, than anything the world can give you. It's greater. Don't you realize that you're in my image? You're in the God class. You're in the God image. He says, he is the uh, initiator of all things. This is 17. Therefore, everything finds its relevance and its true pattern only. Only in him. The ecclesia, the church, is the visible exception, uh, expression, the body. We are the body of Jesus, the body of Messiah, the body of Christ, the body of which Jesus is the head. He is the head. So if we, the body, see, this is why I'm talking about churchanity. It's a totally different thing because the head is not Jesus. The head is the intelligentsia. The head is what it is, some university. The head is what it is that you feel or think. The head of churchanity is your feelings. And that does not fly in there. Let me read this, uh, this, this other part to you. He is the principal rank of authority who leads the triumphant procession uh, of our new birth out of the region of dead and preeminent rank is beyond threat. Uh, uh, the message uh, translation says, leading the resurrection parade. When we were resurrected, that was a supernatural feat. Do you think that here it is, he was resurrected and we were resurrected in him and the same spirit that raised him from the dead is the same spirit that lives in us? Do you think that he intended for the supernatural, for the, the, the magnificent to stop at that time? No, he's saying, baby, it's just time for it to start. This is the time that I must be seen all over and I must be seen and I must do what needs to be done. And I do it in and through you. God is fully at home in him. Jesus exhibits God's happy delight to be human. Uh, and, 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 and to walk in here and to walk in these things. He is so spacious in him. There's so, is so roomy. Everything of God finds its proper place in him without crowding. The message translation says, uh, everything finds its place in him. And if you cannot find your place in him, if you don't see just how valuable you are, then healing will not come to your home. Restoration will not come to your home. None of these things will come uh, will come through the blood of the blood of the cross. God restored the original harmony. His reign of peace now extends to every visible thing upon the earth, as well as those invisible things that are in the heavenly realm, the heavens, uh, the place of elevation, all of it. So as we sit in him. And we have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. Let the mind of Christ be in you. Fight to think those thoughts. Fight to understand what it is that he is. Fight to, to, to look at his word. Fight to believe like he believes. And, what, and, and you're not fighting alone because he's fighting with you. He says, fight the good fight of faith. Believe Believe that you have the mind of Christ. Believe that you can have the mind of Christ. Believe that you can walk in that. Believe that you can do these things. Believe that you can have the mind of Christ and walk as Jesus in the earth. Believe that you can do that. All things are possible because you believe what the word of God has said. My time is just about run out. I want to pray for you quickly. I release the goodness of God upon you. I release the light 
of the power of Almighty God upon you so that you walk in the goodness and the faith and the power of God. And I will see you next time when I'm here to tell it like it is, the kingdom way. This is Dr. Baker J. Baker saying goodbye for now.